fourth and 11. Tannehill. Keeping it alive. Now throws. Picked off. Kareem Jackson. Jackson is on the return and down at the 26-yard line. And that will do it. You know, right now I'm trying to lead a football team. Okay, I'm trying to lead a football team that's lost on the road. And uh, they're disappointed just like I am. And I, and I don't sit there and prepare speeches uh, to talk to a team after we lose. And so I said the only thing we're going to do is we're going to stay together and we're going to get better. We're not going to talk about it. Um, we're going to try to improve and get better. Where to start on Titans Monday? It is Jared and the GM. The Titans lose. The offense inept. Mariota benched. Tannehill in. Vrabel Robinson, everything on the table today. Jared and the GM, 16-0. And going back to that play, the last play of the game that Tannehill threw the interception to Kareem Jackson, the game was over at that point. Everybody knows. I was just hoping Kareem Jackson didn't run the ball into the end zone for a 99-yard touchdown just to make the final score 23 nothing. Like, I just, 16 nothing's bad enough. I just didn't need 23 nothing, And that is how far the good to great season has sunk. Two and four, 16 nothing to Denver. Floyd, do you want to start today with your feelings on the quarterback change? Mariota, uh, you know, do you want to start? Do you want me to start? Because the one thing that I'll say off the top, as you said all offseason and all season long, the second you make that change, the second you take Mariota out, you've moved on. So are we there yet? What did you think about Mariota yesterday? What did you think about them putting Tannehill in? Vrabel says he doesn't know, has not made the decision yet as to who starts Sunday. Just take her away, Floyd. <laughs> he just covered 65 things. I got no idea. Uh you know, first of all, I thought I thought the game was really unfortunate. I mean, you know, you've got parts. It's so interesting because there are parts of this team that are playing so very well. And then there are parts that are playing so very bad. I mean, it's even in the special teams. You know, you say, well, especially. I mean, the punter couldn't. Punter set an NFL record for inside the 20s. I mean, he is phenomenal. And yet, you know, nobody will ever hear about it. Defense, once again, you know, I think there are two teams that have given given up less than 20 points a game. San Francisco, they're 5-0 and or 6-0, and and us. I mean, you've got a defense that is playing lights out. And nobody will ever know. You know, I mean, it's it's always going to be an afterthought. Because the offense is so poor right now. I mean, it's just, you know, they can't they can't get out of their own way and are and are getting worse. You know, yesterday was the worst. I mean, Marcus, I, I don't he, the first pass he threw, and he missed a wide open out, six yard out by five yards, and you went right there and you go, who did he? Did he? he the ball had to slip out of his hands. You know, somebody had to tip that ball. I mean, that couldn't have been a regular throw, you know, not from a pro quarterback. Uh, but it was. And only went, you know, downhill from there. So, uh, you know, ugly performance. I mean, what do you, you think know. of the decision? I mean, that, I think that's probably the, the big question. I mean, he didn't have is. a choice. Marcus was playing so bad he did not have a choice. I don't th- I would have done it earlier. And you know me, I'm not I'm not one to change. 
But he in the middle of the second quarter, I mean, he had the screen. He missed a screen by five yards. He had Derrick Henry looking like he was handicapped. I mean, he was stumbling around out there trying to get his balance just to get just to see the ball. I I don't know what was I don't know what was the problem, but there's there's definitely a problem. And then the other side of that is how does this team pick themselves off the mat? Who starts a quarterback next week? Here's my reaction to the game. I'm exactly with you. Mark, this is the worst I've ever seen Marcus Mario to play. The single worst. And I could tell from the first drive yesterday he didn't have it. I'm like, he does not have it today. So maybe they can, you know, gum and clip their way to a 9-6 victory, but he didn't have it. guys. And the other thing was the indictment was Tannehill comes right in, bang, 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 first downs. You know, now they still got their penalties and they still can't block on the offensive line, which is a, which is a problem. But, uh, but Tannehill comes in and he looked way better than Mariota. Marcus does not, did not have it yesterday. Uh, the whole, the only reason I wouldn't have made the change, not that I would have, I would have made the change. Marcus, to your point, Floyd, I, I don't, I've never coached, so I don't know exactly what this means. I mean, I have an idea, but, how could it have been fair to the other fifty four guys to keep Mariota in the game? Well, you can't my my or 50, wife, 52 my, guys my wife who has seen more football than ninety nine percent of the men that you know, uh at a point in time was watching the game and she looked over at me and she said, That offense doesn't believe they can do anything. And I thought you know what? She's a little bit like Jared. Every once in a while, she stumbles onto something and gets it right, and that <laughs> was it. I said, you're exactly right. I said, you got it. I mean, they don't. And you looked at him. Look at Marcus, Marcus's face, and you're looking at him, and you're thinking, you know, would you follow him? I'm asking myself, would you follow him? I'm going, no. No. He looks like he was, was you know, not knowing uh, confused, uh, whatever, whatever, you know, just not, not pretty. So, I mean, I'm, I, I understand why Vrabel made the move. I'm with you. I think if, see, I thought that Vrabel wasn't going to make the move because I wondered if Vrabel had the authority to make that yeah, move. No, he could you, but... cause you've talked about how that move and, and you've said over and over again, you make that move, you are signaling the end of him as your franchise quarterback. And so I didn't know if Vrabel had the authority to make that kind of decision. But if you were going to make the change, you should have made it at halftime when you were down 6 nothing, because Marcus never was going to give you a chance to win that football game. Well, it was, it was I'm not sure, and nobody would ever admit that. I mean, in my mind, I'm not sure Marcus was wasn't waiting for it. I'm not sure that, you know, it was kind of like, Whew, am I glad to get out of there, you know, kind of thing. I mean, it was just, I mean, I, I couldn't I couldn't imagine, you know, anybody playing like that. I mean, I, I, I was shocked. I was stunned. So, like I said, he didn't have any choice. I think when he got out, everybody kind of, you know, Vrabel uh, uh, didn't have a choice. I mean, Marcus kind of took himself out of that one, you know. So I think it's, I think it's, uh, I th- it's not like you're you made the decision. You know, I think everybody could look at that and think 
man, oh man, that was that was kind of a blessing to get him out of there, save everybody. So I think the bigger question here is why. Is not why did you pull him out of this game? I think we're all in agreement Mariota had to go yesterday. He was horrible. Worst I've ever seen him play. This surpasses Arizona in 2017 as his worst performance in his career. Uh, but, but how has it gotten to this point? How did it go from a guy who was a 26-touchdown, nine-pick pro bowler three years ago in the playoffs two years ago to this? Because we know Marcus isn't this bad. I mean, we, have, we know he's not this bad. So how did it get here? And for me, I think he has no confidence. No confidence in him. No confidence in the line. No confidence in the receivers. No confidence in the coaching. I think that he is just shattered. I think he is broken. They have screwed him up. And it may be over for him. I don't know. But that's the, the bigger question, I think, if you're John Robinson today, is not the why did Vrabel pull him. It is the how did we get to this point and why did we get to this point, I think is the big question today for the Titans. Well, I mean, uh, you know, did you see Dallas yesterday? No, I didn't. I was watching the Titans game. Uh, well, I saw they da- lost, and but but Dak scored da- points. Dallas lost to the Jets. But at least now, they got on the scoreboard. They, do you know why they did, in my opinion? I did not watch a game, so I don't know. Did you see what Zeke rushed for? What did Zeke rush for? I don't know, but not very many. Do you see what Derek rushed for? I don't know, but not very many. He didn't have a prayer either yesterday. I, you know what? You can say what you want, but it's tough to run these offenses. It's tough to help these quarterbacks if you can't run the ball. Well, you can't run the That's ball because you can't block. Line. You can't run the ball. You can't throw the ball because you can't block. And Vrabel today in the press conference, I felt. Did we watch any of the Houston game? I, we watched some, but I was doing the pregame show Deshaun, with you. Do you remember? Do you, have you heard of Deshaun Watson? Have you heard it? Guy that's gotten hit more than any quarterback in the league for the last two years. Uh, Marcus may have broken that record yearly, I mean weekly, for two years. All he does is go out there and run around, throw touchdown passes. Well, you're the one that I didn't want to draft him. So I don't. To me, again, I mean, I, I, I. The, the big question is why. And I think there's ample blame to go around. And I, Marcus is, I think, again, I think he is a symptom, not a cause. And I think the Titans have, have if you want me to be honest with you, I think this falls at the feet of the general manager. And I think that, you know, to me, to me, I have a big revelation that, that yesterday proved. And I, we'll get to that coming up. We'll also take your calls. Titans Monday. Everything's on the table. Vrabel, Robinson, Mariota, Tannehill, the game yesterday, everything. Get it in. 615-737-1025. 615-737-1025. Plus the revelation that is reality with the Titans. We'll get to that coming up next. It's Jared and the GM live from the Wholesale Inc. studio powered by RumbleOn.com. It's ESPN 1025, the game. A short kick. Fielded by Janu Smith. He takes it out to the 30-yard line. And we do have a quarterback change as Ryan Tannehill is coming into the game. He's kneeled down twice this year, yet to throw a pass in a Titans uniform acquired in a trade with Miami in March. What do you think of the decision to pull Mariota, James? I think it was time. I think the rest of the team is kind of wondering what's going on with Marcus today. Maybe it's just not his day. Let Ryan come in, see if he can... Get something going on offense. You know, things happen for a reason. I truly believe that. And um, 
you know, I, I can learn from this, I'm going to grow from this, and I'll become a better player. Things happen for a reason, and the reason it happened is because, well, Marcus was terrible. You know, I mean, that's the reality of the situation. But, Floyd, I had a revelation last night watching the game, and honestly, it was because of something you've said time and time again. His tenure as franchise quarterback is over. Like, they may start him on Sunday. They may start Tannehill. I don't know. They may lose three games in a row, and they may go back to Tannehill or go back to Mariota, mix and match. And You know what? They might finish 8-8 eight and eight this year. I don't know. But he's done. He's done as the franchise quarterback of the Tennessee Titans. It's over. And it goes back to what you've always said, that if you make the move, and Marcus did not give them a choice yesterday with how bad he was playing, But if you make the move, you are effectively ending his career as your franchise quarterback. Yeah, but I see. I don't. I don't see this as that. I mean, and my point was, if you're a coach and you decide that he's not playing good enough, and you pull him out, then I think you've made that decision. But this one, I mean, Marcus made this decision. You know, Marcus did this on his own. I mean, like I said, he any coach in the world would have done that. I mean, you you had just had no choice, and and everybody, everybody on the field, off the field, watching the game, at the game, were watching that and we're going, you know, what what is wrong with this guy? I mean, this is not, you know, a franchise quarterback. Like you said, I it mean, was it wasn't not, not it wasn't a backup quarterback yesterday. Yeah, I mean, it was high school. So I mean, it was, even the one he completed to Watson, that was a gainer, was just a god awful throw, and that's maybe his favorite pass. The one right up the seam to Delaney. Yeah, I mean, I don't even remember which one you're talking about. Yeah, he was so right bad yesterday. Seen. He was so bad yesterday. So. I've never seen him be that bad. And I know what you're saying, but then today Vrabel was asked who his starting quarterback was going to be on Sunday. You know, obviously, first question you ask a coach when he's at his press conference, Vrabel was asked, and this is what Vrabel said. Who's your starting quarterback on Sunday? If you don't know who that is yet, how quickly do you want to make that decision? Well, I think that decision will be made um, this evening and tomorrow, and then we'll let, uh, we'll let everybody know. We'll let the, the players involved know, let the team know, um, and then let you guys know. So for Vrabel to not have an answer, and that answer to not be Mariota right now, again, he's done. He well, is he's done as he, the franchise quarter. It's he, over. He said he needed to get with J. Rob, and and I assume, I mean, Amy may may even pop in there, you know, to to talk about how they're going to handle this. And they got, you know, they got two ways to go. I think, I think that as poorly as he played, gave them the option of, hey, if you want to let him back in, the thing you can't do, and I think Mike realizes this, and Mike got away, is you can't be the Hot and cold, you know. One, one, one day, one the next one. If you make the change, you're making it, and it's done, and we're on, you know. But you can't play one for a week, and then the other one a week, and then back and forth, and back and forth. Um, so you know, you've got to you've got to make a decision and try try to stick with it. And and I think if the decision is that. Um, you know, that Marcus isn't the guy, that they're going to make the move, then you're probably right. Probably is done. So if you, you so know, if Tannehill starts Sunday, then 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 it's over. Well, I mean, that's uh, for me it would be. You know, no, I don't know. I can't speak for those guys. But for me it would be. 
I'm already there with the way the coach is talking about the quarterback. I mean, I'm already there. I, I think he now maybe John steps in. John Robinson steps in and says, "No, we're we're giving him the season. He goes back out there Sunday." Maybe J. Rob. Maybe Amy. I don't know. The vibe I get is that ultimately, that if John and Mike want to do something, Amy's going to say it's okay. Probably, right. you know, no matter what. But but you'll want to hear the reasoning. Oh and, yeah, they'll talk know, to her before they him. talk to sure, us. Sure. But uh, again, if Tannehill goes, I, I think it's over. I think it is over between Mariota and this coach, and Mariota and this franchise. And I don't know if that's the right thing because we all promised him that he was going to get the whole year. I understand why he came out of the game, but I asked Vrabel today. I said, hey, how important is it that Mariota know that you still believe in him? And Vrabel's answer told me everything I needed to know. How important is it for you to make sure that Marcus knows that you still believe in him if you still believe in him? Well, anybody that's on this team, we believe in. I mean, that's why they're they're here. Like John and I make decisions. Um, If a guy's on a practice squad, we believe that on Sunday or Saturday, he could get activated uh, to, to the 53-man roster and then be ready for the game. Like, that's why everybody's here. They're not here. You know, the practice squad isn't just a, you know, hey, go run cards. It's we ask them to understand the game plan. If a guy gets sick or a guy gets hurt, uh, so that wouldn't matter for the 63rd guy on the roster or, or the quarterback. You know, we have faith in everybody here that that's, they're going to have to go out and do their job on Sunday potentially. The blanket, the blanket statement. Uh, hey, we believe in everybody in here. That told me Vra- Vrabel's done. Well, though he he's he, done. He that's he's done that with everything. No, you know, no, with Mar- Marcus has been the exception. And ask him about any single player, he automatically goes to the whole group. But remember, with all of this, hey, we're week to week. We're week to week in everything we do here. What about week to week the quarterback? No, not week to week that. He's changed it up for Marcus. Marcus is the one guy who, in the past, he has not fed you. The, it's always been positive about Marcus in the past. And now he's treating Marcus just like a practice squad player. He's done. Vrabel's done with him. Now, the only thing that would happen is if John Robinson steps in and says, hey, we're giving him the year to figure it out. I don't think John's doing that because I think that that conversation, honestly, has probably already been had by those two guys. In fact, it probably was had as soon as they got home, those two guys probably sat down and talked at length about everything that has to do with this decision. And the fact that it wasn't at the podium today, Marcus is the starter, at the podium today, I believe in Mariota, he's our guy, that just... And you know what? Maybe they're right for doing this. I don't know. I'm just saying that to me, it's over. That's the revelation I've had. It's over. They'll be looking for a quarterback next year. Maybe it's a trade. Maybe it's the draft. Maybe it's somebody like Teddy Bridgewater or something like that. I don't know. I just think that the the tenure of Mariota is as close to over as it could possibly be with him as, as the franchise quarterback of the Titans. Because, as you said, once you make a move like that, it's over. Now, well, I agree he, with you. If Tannehill starts Sunday, he, then it is definitely He over. hadn't done anything to have anybody think he's a franchise quarterback anyway. I mean, he's done nothing. And and so, you know, whether what happens here or what happens next week or it happens in three weeks, I mean, the bottom line is he's got to go out there and do something to prove he's a franchise quarterback. And he has not done that. So, I mean, I, I you know, 
I mean, I think that's kind of the the bottom line here for everybody. And it's not, and you know, it's not. You wanted him to still have an opportunity to go out there and see if he could, if he could get it straightened up. And that's why I keep thinking they may still be thinking that. You know, you still got ten games. And you go out there and see if he can, you know, get it back in, you know, being uh, sent down, maybe a shock. It may be because it's never, ever happened to him. And maybe that's enough to wake him up or whatever, whatever needs to be done. And maybe it has absolutely no effect. You just don't know. No, I, I agree with you that maybe it is, you know, I agree with you that he has not done enough for you to sit there and call him a franchise quarterback. I agree. I'm just saying, the kid gloves, the way that they've handled everything so far with him, that has been the, hey, he's our guy. He's our guy. You're thinking about making it? He's our guy. What do you? He's our guy. That's over. And when that's over, you're no longer the franchise quarterback. Just ask Eli. Soon as Pat Shermer came out and said, you know, we're, we're leaving everything open to option, or leaving every option open, it's over. Daniel Jones is in the next week. It's over. And that's... That's where they are there. Is that the right move? I don't know. One name I'll say for everyone that wants to just watch a quarterback play who has no confidence and they just say, he's done, he stinks, he's a bum, it's all his fault, he's terrible, Jalen Hurts. You know, everybody thought Jalen Hurts was done when he was struggling in Alabama and he had no confidence. And Jalen Hurts, now that he's around a quarterback coach, Jalen Hurts looks pretty good. So I just, you know, maybe Marcus goes to somewhere that has a real quarterback coach and he gets coached up and we all look dumb for having had these discussions. I don't know. I don't know the answer to any question other than (laughs) is he done as the franchise quarterback for the Titans? And I say yes. I think the talk about quarterbacks in the draft, I think the possible free agents, the possible trades, I think you can now talk about all of that because I think, short of a miracle, I, I I think it's I think it's over. I I think it's done. We got a full bank of calls. We're to them next. 615-737-1025. Titans Monday. Jared and the GM plus given the long-term consequences. Did Vrabel do the right thing yesterday or should he have even made the move a little bit earlier? We'll discuss that next. Jared and the GM. CSPN 1025 the game. Mariota in the shotgun. This time over the middle. It's picked up. It's Chris Harris on the return. And Harris caught from behind. Mariota in trouble. Spins away. Throws on the run. And it is picked off. Justin Simmons. We're going to make the change at halftime. Why did you try to give Marcus a couple of shots? I just made the decision, you know, I made the decision when I made it. That was Vrabel. I would just like to say that Vrabel, did, if you're going to make the decision, which he did, he made it too late. If you make it when it's 6 nothing, I think Tannehill has a shot to win that game for you. But at 13 nothing, it was just too hard at that point. Uh, but that's where we are. Loaded phones to talk about Mariota and the Titans, and everything's on the table today on Titans Monday. Joey has been waiting patiently, going to kick us off. Go ahead, Joey. Hi, I was... Uh... I want to discuss Mariota's accuracy, particularly the part about over this whole season we've seen him regress as a quarterback, and his accuracy seems to have gone down. 
I I see a lot of our receivers jumping or having to stretch to catch the balls, if not just completely not even being close to them. And I'm wondering, is the cause because of his confidence and because of him getting sacked so much because our offensive line has not been able to block? What what is what's Floyd's opinion, Jared? How do you see it? I'm I'm curious about how y'all think that's occurring. Thank you, Jerry. Uh, thanks, and I'll listen. Yep. I I mean to be honest, completely honest, I don't know. I mean, I don't think his his fundamentals are as good as they should be, but they never have been. Uh, I'm I'm not sure how well he sees the field. I mean, I think, you know, we tried to go max protection yesterday three or four times, and we go max protection, they go two-man rush, and he's got no earthly idea what to do with the ball. Now, there's not any space out there, and there's nobody to do, but you got to pull it down and run with it or throw it away, do something. Um, and and we he just, it, it was like it was, you know, complete confusion. And so I, I'm not sure how well he sees what's going on, or I'm not sure that he's confident in what, in fact, he does see, you know, to say, okay, I think, I, I think, I think that's it, you know, instead of, okay, there it is, boom, balls out and we're moving. Um, so I, I don't know because that you, it usually the process goes the other way. You know, you start off as a young guy that way, not knowing it. Then as you get older, you get more confident and more confident and more confident. And and with Marcus, it doesn't seem to have worked that way. Oh, yeah. I think they've completely ruined him. I mean, I, I think he is ruined. I think they have totally screwed up Mariota. And it's like every decision they made to enhance Mariota has come around and made Mariota worse. It's like, well, we got to draft more receivers because Mariota's got to have better weapons. So they draft the more receivers, but when you use the capital on drafting the receivers, you don't draft on the offensive line. And it's like, well, we got to get in a new coach because the Malarkey's holding them back. So we got to go in and get a new coach. And then it's like, well, we need to, we need to get the guy from the Rams so it'll be like the Rams. Well, that didn't work. So then that guy goes to Green Bay. Then it's like, well, you know what? We got to keep Arthur Smith in here because it's got to be better for Mariota. Continuity will be better for Mariota. And it feels like everything that they've done has made Mariota worse. It's like the fans want to run off Arthur Smith today. I have no opinion on Arthur Smith. I think some of the play calls are stupid, but I don't I, I, I don't know. Like, again, to your point, if they're running, if they drop everybody on a two-man route, those two guys aren't going to be able to get open. Like, it's two versus nine. How you, no one's going to get open on that. And yet Marcus has no idea what to do. There was one time where Marcus dropped back on a third down. It was like third and five, and Marcus dropped back and immediately spun around trying to run, and I'm like, stand in there and find somebody and throw it. So he's a whole hell of a lot worse in everything. Probably fundamentals, accuracy, seeing the field, all of that. And I think a lot of that is to blame because they've, they've ruined him. They've ruined him. They have ruined him. And by the way, can I just state for the record before we take another call, this Nate Davis experiment is, has been a train wreck. He sucks. Oh, my God. Did you see the one where they hand the ball off to Henry and the guy just pushes Nate Davis and then tackles Henry? He flat out sucks. He sucks. He is so bad. And it's like, guess who's starting next week? Nate Davis. Woo! 
Like, what the hell? He's horrible. He is so bad. That offensive line is a joke. And it's not the coach. Because I asked Vrabel about that last week. Like, hey, is it the coach? No. So then I watch. Hand off to Henry. Nate Davis gets pushed back, and the guy bear hugs Henry and tackles him. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. He's so bad. Oh, and, and he'll play on Sunday. Mike is up next here on Jared and the GM. What's up, Mike? Hey, what's up, fellas? I uh, just wanted to, to comment on Marietta. First of all, I completely agree um, that he's got a lack of confidence. Uh, and, and, I, you know, and, and in looking at and even comparing him, uh, GM, to uh, <clears throat> Deshaun Watson, I, I think that one main difference between the two is that Deshaun Watson has nuke, nuke to throw to. I mean, he's got a guy double teamed. What I mean, that he can just throw it to, and he will make a play. And and Watson's passes aren't always that accurate. But Nuke makes a, a lot of times he'll make those catches anyway. He'll make a play for him. Um, on that second interception, had he been thrown to Nuke or Mike Evans, I think they would have made a play. Um, and, and he doesn't, you know, have a guy that is going to make up for, you know, <laughs> a bad pass or a, a slightly inaccurate pass. Um, Secondly, I, I don't think it's over, and the reason why is I don't think Tannehill's going to, you know, pull this team out of, um, you know, the the two and four stars. Hey, this this thing, this has nothing to do with this has nothing to do with Tannehill. Thank you for your call, Mike. The idea of whether or not Mariota is going to be the franchise quarterback has absolutely nothing to do with Ryan Tannehill. I mean, if Tannehill, let's say Tannehill starts on Sunday and the Titans continue to lose and then they keep flipping and flopping quarterbacks and they finish, you know, 6-10 and 10 because that's what a team that flip and flops quarterbacks does, then it's not like, well, Tannehill's not very good, so let's just get Mariota another year. They're going to get rid of both of them. That's what's going to, that's what's going to happen. This has, I mean, I, the only way that this has anything to do with Tannehill is if Tannehill goes out and wins you six in a row, and then Tannehill becomes your starting quarterback, and then you know you're done with Mariota because you're going with Tannehill. Okay. Well, is that not the only way Tannehill plays a role in any of this? I have no idea. It sounds like you got this all figured out pretty good. I don't have anything. I, 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 have, I, I don't haven't gotten know anything why. figured out yet. I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know why the line is so bad. I don't know why the play calling is so terrible. I don't know why Dalen Dawkins is getting freaking handoffs in a game. Mr. Fourth Preseason Game, Dalen Dawkins, who over three years, two years, excuse me, has not been good enough to be on the roster, is getting handoffs. I don't know why the quarterback is, at least I know why the quarterback's shell-shocked, because they can't block for him, but I don't know why the receivers aren't doing anything. I don't know. I don't know. I want answers, and nobody has answers, and that's the problem. At least I'm willing to sit there and say, I don't know what is wrong with everything here, but everything is wrong. And at least I can look at it and say that. It's all messed up. You try to figure out what the answer is, and nobody has an answer. Nobody has an answer they're going to give you. (laughs) If they had an answer, wouldn't they do something about it on Sunday? (laughs) They would try. 
I think. As opposed to Nate Davis <laughs> just getting pushed by the guy and tackling Derrick Henry or the Arena League football play they ran yesterday. As I see Dion Lewis running across the screen like an Arena League football wide receiver, I literally, in my living room, just start going, no, 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 no. Like, don't throw it to Dion. And of course, right to Dion, loss of two. I, I mean, look. Maybe they have the answers. I, you, you and I would both agree, I'm not smart enough to have the answer. I don't do this for a living. I'm not a football guy. I don't have the answers. But if they have the answers, they got a funny way of showing me they got the answers. Okay. <laughs> do you think they have the answers? I'm sure they, they have their answers. The Arena League football play to Deion Lewis is the answer? The what? The little Arena League football play to Deion Lewis. I don't remember that play. So I guess Deion came in motion as they snapped the ball, and Marcus threw it to Deion as Deion was running like as the ball got snapped, and then they threw it to Deion uh, over in the flat, and Deion got tackled for like a two-yard loss. Oh, I don't, I don't, oh, it was horrible. I don't remember that play. Literally sitting there watching that play, yelling, no, no, no. Praying to God before the ball got snapped that, that that was all a fake. You know, that that was like a decoy over here to do something. Nope, they threw it to Dion and he lost two yards. And I mean, Marcus was terrible, but the thing that's tough about this is Marcus is a problem, but he's far from your only problem. You got a lot of problems. Now, that being said, you got a lot of things that are good, too. Your defense is freaking awesome, and your punter might be the best punter ever. But outside of that, everything else is just a train wreck. And again, I'm looking for answers, and, and it's like nobody I know seems to have one. Well, I, I mean, it's not, it's not that hard. It's like you're mad at the young um, guard. I mean, you go off on him. This is his second game in the NFL. Number two game. Third, but who's counting? Second game he started. Second. Guess what? It's going to be hard. Just because you want to play and just because the coaches say you play doesn't mean you go out there and play well. It The NFL is hard. It's playing against grown men. And if you just think you're going to pluck some guy out from the from Charlotte and say, okay, you're now starting guard in the NFL, it doesn't work that way, to your surprise. No, that, I go, mean, that goes back to me saying they don't have answers. We all know that's what's going to happen. But if you don't have any training camp, you don't have any OTA, you don't have any practice, you don't have, what are your choices? You don't have a choice. If you if you think he's the guy and he's got to play, he's going to go out there and he's going to get banged around. I'm telling you, he's going to get banged around, and it's it's just something that you you're forced to live with, or you got to, you know, put somebody else back. You put Panfield back in there for about two series, and then he'll be on IR and he'll be right back to this kid. I mean, it's, you know, it's, it's hard. Well, I mean, you can't get, you've got to understand that. So should I look at this and just say, well, you know what? They're bad and they're going to be bad and that's the end of the story. No, you got to look at it and say, this kid is playing in the second game he's ever started. Ever. He's going to struggle a little bit. And I'm telling you, he's going to struggle more. I mean, it's going to get, it's hard. 
Then and take him so out. So it shouldn't. Who? Okay. Who you want? You want Panfield in there? So this is a blame the general manager thing. Do you want Panfield in there? I don't want any of these guys in there. Make a trade. Do <laughs> again. What's the answer? Because he ain't play, the answer you right now. Got to play with eleven. He's not the answer NFL right now. rules. Back to your phones next. 615-737-1025. Plus, Mike Vrabel, does he have any answers? We'll discuss Jared and the GM. It's Titans Monday. It's ESPN 1025, the game. Do you feel there were times where that pocket was escaped from prematurely? That's um, probably fair to say. You know, I think that it's probably fair to say. And, and again, I, I think that that comes down to to really the ultimate trust, having never dropped back um, eight yards um, in the National Football League and had pressure come and need to get out of there, um, and then saying, now it's it's not there. You know, you have to build trust. And, and when those guys are giving us a pocket, you know, being able to, to step up and trust it and, and throw the football. But then look back, and there's times where that wasn't, and there was somebody, you know, leaking up the middle. And so I think that that's, that's everybody trusting each other to do their job and, and, and doing it repeatedly um, over the course of time is, is how you build trust. It's not just one clean pocket um, or one really good route um, or one really good run or whatever. It, it has to be done repeatedly. That was Vrabel today. And I will say I rewatched the game last night, Floyd, and there were times where Mariota, you know, the pocket wasn't even pressured and he was running into pressure. You know, like he was standing there kind of in a clean pocket, and then he didn't know what to do, so he'd start running, and he would run towards Denver defenders. And I'm like, what are you doing? Just stand in a pocket, throw a ball. So certainly Mariota to blame as much as anybody for yesterday. But again, this team, this offense is bad. And I think it's like, every. I mean, you can make it anybody's fault you want to make it as far as why the offense is so bad. And Mariota's definitely part of the problem. Yeah, I mean, it's, I mean, it's struggling everywhere right now. And the sad part is it's, you know, you keep waiting for it to start improving. Uh, and it's, you know, it, it's not discernible. You can't, there's nothing there that's obvious. And I think Mike is exactly right. You know, for a quarterback to have confidence, you, you know you're going to get hit every once in a while. But, I mean, you can't get hit every other snap, you know, and, and be confident. And so, consequently, you end up seeing ghosts and, and running from ghosts and ducking from ghosts and you know trying to trying to just have enough time to get the ball off. So it's it's not good for anybody. Back to your phones on Titans Monday. Carl's been waiting patiently. What's up, Carl? Uh, not much, guys. Look, in all season, I think the Titans should really go after Bridgewater. Ever get the every game that man has started, the last ones he started, he's done good. His last time he played in Minnesota, they lost that crazy playoff game to the Seahawks in the snow. And every game he started for the, since Breeze has been hurt, he's been good. But as far as back to uh, the game yesterday, look, at least when they put Tannehill in, they com- they t- started completing easy, you know, catches and stuff. Stuff that shouldn't have been hard, that was hard for Marcus, seemed simple for him. And they had, they put a little drive together, man, and it, just like any other drive, a penalty kills it, you know. But if nothing else, they got to start Tannehill Sunday, man, just because he got some, he had some rhythm at least when he was in there. Okay, now I don't disagree with your take, or thank you for your call. I mean, I, I don't, I don't know who I think should start Sunday. To be honest with you, I, I don't know. Um, but the one thing that Floyd and I've touched on, I think it's probably done either way. 
But you really are officially signaling the end of Mariota's tenure here if you start Tannehill on Sunday. And that's got to be something they got to be aware of. And, and I think the thing we have to keep in mind with Tannehill, and I'm not disagreeing with anything the caller said, but the game was different when he got in there. Yeah, you prevent know, defense, I, I, yeah. keep him from and the end zone. They're all backed out of there, and they're saying, fine, you're going to hit the check down, you're going to hit an out, and you're gonna, but you're not going to get a big play. And and that's exactly what they did. And the, consequently, we got some completions and, you know, moved the ball a little bit. But it wasn't like it's not the same defense that you saw the first part of the game. Well, you're not going to get that from Marcus either. The way he was playing yesterday, just the the easy open throws Marcus wasn't hitting. I mean, the best play that the, the best throw Tannehill probably made yesterday was a ball that could have gotten intercepted. If Anthony Ferkser doesn't go up and make an incredible catch yesterday. And I thought Ferkser, they called Ferkser down by contact. I didn't think anyone touched him. I thought Ferkser was down at about the two. You could have scored a touchdown there. It wouldn't have mattered. But it was a great catch. Great catch by Ferkser. It's almost like you forgot he was on the team and then he makes that catch. James on Marcus, thank you for calling. What's up, James? Oh, no, man. I just want to say, Jared, you kind of. Hard on Nate Davis and Corey Davis. I don't know if the Davis saying or not. <laughs> but you're not that hard on Marcus. And you compare him to Dalen Hurst, who all now all he needs is a quarterback coach. It's always somebody else's fault. I'm not saying you, hey, hey, I'm not saying Marcus should have been pulled out. I told, I told you last year that by the end of next year, Marcus is gonna be Jake Locker's roommate. Thank you for the call, James. <laughs> I mean, again, my my whole point with the Jalen Hurts, my whole thing is, look, Marcus Mariota was a Pro Bowl quarterback at one point in time. Marcus Mariota was a playoff quarterback at one point in time. He can't hit the broad side of a barn right now. And it just reminds me of Jalen Hurts. And everybody was down on Jalen Hurts, and everyone thought Jalen Hurts stunk, and everyone thought Jalen Hurts was a backup. And Jalen Hurts gets a whole offseason with a quarterback guru, and Jalen Hurts looks like he might win the Heisman Trophy. So, now, I don't even think Jalen Hurts is the best player in the offense. I think that C.D. Lamb, the wide receiver, I think he's... Well, Jalen Hurts didn't went into the national championship game and and completed a long ball, did he not? In the championship. No, that was two of the, hit the hit the long ball. Jalen got taken out of that game. No, and two but then the it just ball. flopped the next year. What? Didn't it just flop the next year? The first year... Hertz was a quarterback, and Tua came in. And, uh, Jaylen, and, so uh, Jalen went into the SEC championship game last year. Was that and it? Saved, and won it? Saved yeah, Alabama's okay. bacon in that game when yeah, Tua so, got hurt. I mean, he and he won that game. I know, but so, who's to say that, like, if let's say Tannehill rolls off seven in a row or something like that, you get to the playoffs. Tannehill gets hurt in a playoff game. Marcus comes in, wins you a game. I mean, like, you, that's kind of like that. People thought Jalen Hurts was a backup quarterback, and then Jalen Hurts went to Oklahoma and has turned into the third Lincoln Riley prodigy. And, I mean, I think Jalen Hurts looks pretty good right now. DW is up next. Thank you for calling. What's up, DW? Guys, I'm going to tell you like this. This team right now is a train wreck from the top to the bottom. There's a lot of blame to go around, but mostly I think you got to blame John Robinson. That guy's made some bad decisions from the coaches to the coordinators to the players. The one good thing that they had going for him was that Malarkin freak, and he got fired. <laughs> Thank you for the call, DW. I will say this. 
John Robinson. <laughs> the Malarkin freak is spreading. He's everywhere. I, I will say this. John Robinson's in a tough spot right now. And a lot of it's his own doing. You know, a lot of it was his own doing. He decided to let DeMarco Murray go. He decided to let Josh Klein go. He decided to let Mike Malarkey go. And right now, you can argue all three moves have been at a humongous detriment to the Titans and to the quarterback. And, you know, I heard Chase say this today, and I echo the same sentiment. And I like John Robinson. Do you really trust this guy to go out and find the next quarterback? At the end of this year, do you really trust John Robinson with all the bad moves that it looks like he's made the last couple of years that have piled into what this offense is right now? Do you really trust him to go find you a quarterback in the draft, free agency, trade, etc.? And I don't know. This is one of those days that literally everybody's going to get a piece of the blame. And and if you're working over there, I mean, it's, it goes off your back like water off a duck simply because you know it's coming. And there are going to be a, a thousand different opinions and a thousand different fingers pointing and a thousand different questions and just the most ridiculous things you've ever heard. But... I mean, you understand it. I mean, that's the way it works. You go out and you play that poorly, especially on offense. And you know what? The guys are asking questions. So that's that's part of the business. But I'm sure that everybody over there is, you know, just waiting for their their turn whenever that comes. 615-737-1025. More of your calls. Plus, what is the issue with Marcus the last two years? I asked the coach that today. We'll discuss that and his answer next. Jared and the GM, CSPN 1025, the game.